0: Hey everybody, my name is Jonathan.
1: And I'm Katie.
0: And we're taking a break to talk about family, culture, and what we believe God is doing in the world.
1: This is Intermission with the Mendos. This is awesome. Yay! We're celebrating Father's Day.
2: What, what?
1: Woo! I thought it would be very important that we do... We designate an, uh, an episode to honor you, but also more than that, I think, is just fatherhood and the importance of fatherhood, which we will not cover the <laughs> extent of that in this little tiny episode, but we can talk about it. And, and so I think you have a lot of wisdom and practical things about fatherhood that we should share. I think if people could see what no one else sees, which we get to see you in here at home, I think people already have respect for you, but I think that they would even have a whole new level because you are an incredible dad to your kids. And although no, you're not perfect, it, you're super hung. You're super hungry for like if there's something off or something that you're not doing that you should be doing or something like that, you're like very quick to like learn and change and yeah, be better. You always want to be better at your fatherhood role.
0: Yeah. I think there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think before you're dead, I mean, everybody's pretty selfish in general, but I think once you have a human being, that's like reliant on you entirely, in many more ways than just like feeding them and changing their diapers. It's, um, it's a pretty big responsibility. I dare say the biggest responsibility. The Bible says that if you don't leave your children an in inheritance, you're worse than an unbeliever. And I think, uh, somebody, I think it was Gary V that talked about, there was somebody he was talking to about doing their business and the set and the other, and not being happy with the numbers and, Gary was like, basically, you know, what are you? Cause he talked about leaving a legacy for his kid. And he, he, Gary told the guy like, what kind of legacy are you leaving? Like, is it about the money? Cause the likelihood is if you just give them money, they're just going to squander it. Like what kind of legacy are you building? It's bigger than that. Like what it's bigger than just your business. It's what are the things that you're giving them for life? How are you equipping them for life? and how are they going to pass that on from generation to generation you know what i mean mm-hmm. like so like from a legacy standpoint i'm obsessed with the idea of leaving a legacy i all the decisions that i'm making as a father i feel like try in some way point back to that to something that's going to last and even though i feel like i'm more of a disciplinarian than a goofball like fun happy go lucky dad but i feel like it's my funny bias is always going be my bias is always going be leaning towards that, you know what I mean what feeling guilty for being more of a disciplinarian and then
1: it's funny because when we asked the kids, when I asked the kids,, mm-hmm. why is Daddy special to you?" The very first thing they said was because he's funny.
0: that's great. I think that's so in their eyes. I think that's awesome. But I also do think, (laughs) I do think, when you become an adult and you reflect on your upbringing, that's when you have like twenty twenty perspective of like, oh wow, my parents were. I never thought about it. This is where, like in counseling or talking with your spouse, you go, wow, I never thought about it. But my dad was like this, or my mom was like this, or my life was like this. Because when you're a kid, I mean praise we were talking about it yesterday but like the beauty of like being a kid and innocent and like how the world is like i mean the world the past couple months has been crazy and so the like we thought i was telling you yesterday as we were watching that (laughs) that show like the world is just
1: people are jacked up Mm -hmm. and
0: when you're an adult and you have to deal with that it can be like overbearingly like yeah it can just invade your life and you got to be you got to be careful but it just
1: But speaking to that, people being jacked up across the board, no matter what issue we're talking about, and it's starting to come out with like people of influence in interviews and stuff like that. But a lot of those issues stem back to lack of father, a father role in their life. Mm -hmm. So I know that's kind of going really deep and we can spend like a whole year talking about that, but just like the truth behind like the power of a father role. Yeah. Yeah is bigger than we can even imagine yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah and that's why i was saying it. i i mean i would dare say that it's like the most responsible that somebody can be mm-hmm. to be responsible of a, of another life and you know i pray god have mercy on anybody who any man or so-called man that steps out like on his family or or steps out on his kids like you know, and if that's your past or if that's your current story, like, you know, it's it's just outright your responsibility. And one day you will be held accountable for it. And
1: and there's always room for redemption in that story. 100%. I mean, you know, there's always room for God to come in and redeem the brokenness mm-hmm. and coming from a broken home. that's Not
0: just redeem, but also reconcile. I yes. think that's. It's more than just saying, I'm sorry that this thing happened. Mm -hmm. The reconciliation, we were forgiven for our sins, but not just that. We were given the opportunity to have eternal life with God, the Father, forever Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Like Jesus didn't just come and die so that you can be spotless. He came and died so that you could be with him forever. In the same way, there's reconciliation. There's an opportunity for life to be better, you know?
1: Yeah, it's good. I'm going to read Matthew 18, verse 2 in the Passion Translation. And Jesus is talking to a crowd of people. His disciples were there. Lots of people were there. Um, and, okay, actually, verse 1 says, at, the t- at that time, the disciples came to ask Jesus, who is considered to be the greatest in heaven's kingdom realm? Because we all want to be the greatest, don't we? Um, <laughs> Jesus called a little one to his side, a kid. He called a child to his side. And, and the, the translation says a toddler <laughs> um, to his side and said to them, learn this well. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable and learn about heaven's kingdom realm with the wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually humbles himself to be like this little gentle child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. And if you tenderly care for this little one on behalf of me, you are tenderly caring for me. It's not so much a typical scripture talking about fatherhood, but I think it's a really great scripture in it's how God views the kingdom and how when the disciples are saying like, who's the greatest, who is the greatest. And I feel like, and I'm not going to speak for the man, manhood necessarily, but I think that it's in the nature of a man to be great. And that competitive nature, not in an unhealthy way, but just you know, you want to work your butt off to provide, but also to, to be great. And Jesus is there and he pulls a toddler. And if y'all know anything about toddlers, they are unruly at times. They're loud. They don't like, I mean, they're little, they're little, they're more, they're older than a baby, but younger than like, you know, a kid. And so they're Just this perfect picture of, like, innocence and crazy and, right? And so he calls this toddler in and he says, you need to become like them and then you'll inherit the kingdom. And then he also goes on to say, if you take care of them, then you're also taking care of me. And so I think in parenting in general, like, that's just such a beautiful picture of, like, stopping and loving our children. In a way that is selfless, really.
0: The part that I like about the scriptures as a father, you do everything you can to make sure that your kids going to be all right, that they're going to grow up all right. And the easiest way to do that is to work hard and make money so that they have food and things. But the hardest thing to do is to make sure at the end of the day that they felt like they were the most important thing. Time is the only asset that everybody is given us pretty much everybody i mean obviously every circumstances but everybody's given that and that it's the great equalizer you know that we we all have a chance everybody who's walking around has a chance to live this life and are given is given that time and what you do with it and it is the clearest picture of who you are how you spend that is the clearest picture of who you are and, I think for me personally, I can get caught up a lot in work and I see that, you know, and I see, like I said, those, I I have a bias towards seeing myself in a negative light and how I need to grow and being a better, better manager of my time, but going freelance and being like over my own time has been the best choice for me in that now I can, now I can choose how I allocate my time and I can take a longer lunch or I cannot start working until later in the day. Or in their eyes, you know, if I'm working in the evening instead of planning and spending time with them during the day, then they, they're receiving that time. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I mean, Jesus says, learn this well, unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable. And I think that just speaks to like this humility that is lacking um, a lot of times in in men, I think, or I don't know if that sounds like mm-hmm. I'm bashing a gender, but I think that, um, you know, this macho like stereotype that men have, like, I think that Jesus says like change your way of thinking, become humble, become teachable um, and learn about heaven's kingdom realm with wide eye, with the wide eyed wonder of a child. And I just think like, Man, that's super powerful, and I think you had said like it's easy, you know, when in this, the grand scheme of fatherhood, you'd said that it's easy to work, and it's easy for you to get into your work bubble and pro- provide, you mm-hmm. know, whereas that's lacking a lot in the world too, like men just needing to man up, but um, that part of fatherhood is easy. Mm-hmm. The part that can be hard. And it is, you know, especially when you have more than one child is mm-hmm. connecting one on one with each of your children to make sure that emotionally you're meeting needs mm-hmm. um, and that changes per kid, per gender of the kid. Like mm-hmm. um, it just takes a lot out of you. And that's not even talking about your spouse. We're talking about just being a father. Right. And um, and I really want to spend the last few moments here just kind of talking about how you do that because you do it so well. And I mean, you are super attentive to, I think one thing that allows you, like you are such a good father because you're such a good husband. And so they just go hand in hand. You're
0: just like lathering.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it like seriously, like you're super no, attentive. Like y- what makes you a good dad is because you you are my teammate. And I think having twins really made us become teammates in mm-hmm. in parenthood in parenting because there really was no choice. Like we were immediately You're suffering together. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was holding a baby, you were holding oh a baby. I was feeding a baby. You were changing the next one's diaper. It was just like it was like God's way of for us forcing us to like work together. You're um, talking
0: about <laughs> You were reading about humbling yourself. There's nothing that will humble you more than having a kid and losing, like, all of yourself. Yeah. Basically. Right. and In the best way. but
1: Right. And so it really was able to. And it can—inconsistently, that's working that selfishness out of us. Like, as our kids get older, from having a baby to having now a preteen, where we're just continually learning how to, like, work the selfishness out of us. But um, for you, as a dad, where you could— very easily say, I worked all day. You know, I worked all day. I'm not going to go bathe all the children or I'm not going to go um, change this diaper and stuff like that. And I mean, yesterday, you know, we had a busy day and um, you literally bathed all the kids while I went to go get pizza with for our family. But like you did the hard stuff here at home and and then after we tuck the kids in i cu- after i put the baby to sleep i come downstairs and you're doing all the dishes like and you're just you just go above and beyond and serve your family in a way that i think sets an example should set an example for other men because um you are it's like you're you're doing it for you're doing it for us but you're doing it for Jesus. And so I just want to like I would love to hear your thought process on all that and like like you're you're just super humble. You just do what needs to be done. I mean, whether it's changing a diaper blowout, whether it's going outside and setting up a swing when you have hours of work to do, but you stop what you're doing and you go out and you do something for your kids. And I would love to hear kind of just the practical thought process behind like...
0: Well, you said a lot of stuff. Well... And I was very kind.
1: <laughs> well, go talk about why yeah. you do it and how you do it.
0: I mean, I do it because I love you guys. But I feel like... I mean, I feel responsible. You, I feel res- like in this world, you guys are what I have. You are mine and... I feel, you know, I'm responsible for the kids from the standpoint of I'm not just responsible for working and providing for them. I'm responsible for showing them how to live life, which is, like, insane. Um, Yeah. And so you teach with – when you're a parent – the majority of what you teach with is what you do and not what you say mm-hmm. You teach by showing them and by doing and I think it's e- it's easy to there's easy to find something to complain about and because it's hard work it's hard work to be a parent um, to try and do. To try and live your own life, but then also on top of that, to show little humans how to do it. And I think it's challenging, but it's also the most rewarding thing in the world. And I think for me, I find it to be an honor to serve them. I mean, they bring so much fulfillment to my life. Um, They give me purpose and... You give me purpose and fulfillment, and I think that I feel honored to do it. I feel like I've been blessed, like we have healthy, smart, beautiful kids, and I did nothing to deserve that. I was gifted that, and I think that if I think I should take care of it. And so, w- what do you when think is in-
1: given you that perspective? Because that is a perspective that is a perspective that pe- a lot of people don't have that, you know, men leave their family because mm-hmm. they want to do something else or they, you know, work too much because, you know, what is, what is giving you that perspective? Of- I don't know.
0: I mean, off the top of my head, I would say, like, in my, um, the way I grew up was, you know, my parents, when they would duke it out or have an argument about something, they stuck it out. When it was hard, and my, when my, when we had things like assignments or whatever to do, my mom would stay up till God knows when to help us make sure that it got done, you know? And there was this like, in my house, it was, everybody's gonna go to war together if Mm -hmm. something has to happen
1: and it's still like that i love that i love that about your side of the family is no matter what's going on in everyone's life because they're all adults now all Mm -hmm. your siblings jonathan's one of five and some are married and so it's big it's growing and so No matter what's going on, no matter what your beliefs are, like you could have literally just had a disagreement five minutes ago. But if somebody comes into (laughs) the room and like (laughs) needs something or, you know, it's like everyone drops what they're doing and Mm -hmm. and works together and helps and yeah, supports each other.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, just being a part of that and knowing like. Man, if. You know, I think when I think of my parents, I look back at it with with gratitude um, for all. And I think you don't really gain a lot of that perspective until you have a kid. You don't have the you don't have the opportunity to gain that perspective until you have a kid, because when you have a kid. You realize, man, it was tough for my parents.
1: Yeah. And then every year the kids get older, you're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I appreciate them more now.
0: Right. And I think, you know, it's just more and more perspective that you get on it. And I think, you know, I don't I don't think what I'm doing is special in any way, shape, or form. I thank God for it. And I think that if it's not a perspective that you have, I think it. It's an easy prayer yeah. <laughs> to make that, like, the Lord will continue to give you perspective and understanding. It's all right. I'm going to cut out a lot of what I said before anyway. Okay, I know. I'm just saying. But I think it, um, I think perspective, I mean, David talks a lot about it in the Psalms, like, just asking the Lord for wisdom. Or in Proverbs, like, like she wisdom is on the streets yelling for somebody to pay attention. You know what I mean? And I think it's just very... God will gladly give you wisdom. You better be ready, though, to catch it. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that like wisdom and humility when you ask for those things from God. And I patience. find in and patience. <laughs> I find you better yeah. have your glove open and ready to catch this yeah. thing because it's gonna come in hot and you're gonna ha- you're gonna have that opportunity. I think there's plenty of opportunities within life to gain that. And I think as a father, I think it should be your job to be the last in line always at everything like not be- and i think because your gift is your family your gift your portion is your your wife and your kids and you're the last in line you're the first to make sure everything's good and safe and all that sort of thing and ready to go i don't consider my putting myself last whenever i'm serving my family mm-hmm. I feel like it's, and it's a conversation that I have with the kids often when they complain about it's not fair because so-and-so made the mess, they should pick it up. That is a true statement. <laughs> you made a mess, you should pick it up. But it also is an opportunity for you to serve somebody you love.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I tell them all the time, imagine if you cleaned up his mess and he cleaned up your mess. Mm-hmm. You would feel honored from him serving you and he would feel honored from him serving instead of. If you cleaned up your own mess, you're not learning or giving or doing anything. Yeah. You're just being responsible. (laughs) Right. As opposed to if you serve this person through this action, you have the opportunity to be humble. You have the opportunity to give value to somebody else. You have the opportunity for God to continue to grow you. And so I think it's just when you're serving somebody, you're the one giving. Mm Mm-hmm. You're you're in a place that you can give something. Does that make sense? Sort of, Did kind you take of. Take a bath really? today. Did I take a bath today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Why?
1: You just said, "Does that make sense?"
0: What does that have to do with the bath?
1: You told me every time you said, "Does that make sense?" to ask you if you have taken a bath today.
0: Because... <gasps> oh. <laughs> I have these word cr- crutches that I use all the time, like "bud." What's the response for bud? I want to leave this part in there because it's hilarious. (laughs) It shows this is my version of self-improvement. When I say, what's up, bud? What do you say? Do you remember? I forgot. You say, did you just fart? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: because the last time that happened, I totally chickened out because you were on the phone with like a real estate broker. No,
0: but you kind of said And it you enough said for it and I
1: laughed laughing. in the car and I was like, Oh my gosh, he wants me to say, it. Did you just fart? And I didn't. Um, anyway, hey, I love um I'm thinking when you were talking, I was thinking about the sign like the different artwork and I want it in my home. But I love when it like I've we've seen things that have said like we you're living in the good old days. Mm-hmm. And it's so true and it's such a like so often people adults are 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 trying to attain this thing that never happens or trying to attain this thing and you think like oh once i get to this thing i'm gonna be good mm-hmm. life will be good once i get these many followers or once you know whatever to have the house or uh-huh. once I have the yeah or once
0: it, i want to have the girl or yes. once i have that
1: and i feel like i mean although we're pretty young still mm-hmm. um In some circles, we're pretty old already, but um, (laughs) um, I think we learned it. I wish we would have learned it sooner. I wish we would have learned that sooner, of just embracing the journey, embracing Mm -hmm. those times. You know, when I look back in our early parenting, when we just had Ella, and like thinking about like, man, I wish I would have like appreciated it more, did Mm -hmm. certain things more, and but now just having that perspective of like. This journey, like us right now, building our business, doing things like serving our family and serving each other and stuff like that, like this is the good old days. This Mm -hmm. is what is making our life special. And we're building for eternity. Mm -hmm. So we're literally like doing partnering with Jesus, partnering with the Holy Spirit and and building for this eternal life that we're going to live. And God gives us the the picture of family to do it and Mm -hmm. if we if we do it well in our family then he will entrust us with more um but really what's really important in his eyes is doing it within our family and then the overflow of our lives is any other influence we may have you know Mm -hmm. and um anyway so i think man just so good and i think that we should Wrap it up. Wrap it up. And I just want to say, like, I would love to take a minute and just honor your dad because he is. Okay, I'm going to tell a story about okay. your dad. Because this speaks of the father he is. And I hope I don't cry. I'm, like, super emotional. Well, I'm emotional because tomorrow's dads. Father's Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Last year, um, I lost my father to cancer. And it was a really, really hard season. I was pregnant, very pregnant and just really, really hard. And so there was one weekend that, um, Jonathan was working out of town. You were working in California. And so you had to fly out and I had the three kids and, um, something that weekend happened that was just really devastating as far as, Everything going on with my father it was right in the height of his, you know, battle with cancer. And it, it really, you were on the plane and something happened and it just shattered me, it broke my heart. Mm-hmm. And so immediately, I mean, within hours, your dad came he, and he lives five hours away. And so your dad and your brother came to help me that weekend. (laughs) And it was just such a blessing to see your dad be a father to me, like a father figure to me and just a grandfather to our kids. And it was just, it spoke just volumes to me. And so I love your dad and that, and he's your dad. And so I know you have story upon story about why your dad's awesome, but I just, I think it's true. He's amazing. Happy Father's Day, Eli.
0: Love you, Dad. You almost got me. I was there <laughs> Yeah, my dad's sweet. He's awesome. I love him very much. Um, I don't know that I can tell the story off the top of my head. It's like as good as that. But my dad is, yeah, my dad is great. And I he's love just him
1: consistent. Even. Like, he's just a consistent. Like, I love... I love when y'all talk on the phone like he's you know you're a grown man you're a father now and your dad will just call and like check in and just he's wonderful and we love you Eli and
0: yeah I love you dad I'm thankful for you I'm thankful for the life for your life full of sacrifice but also I mean yeah when I think of my dad I think of fun things and I think um yeah i think of camping and i think of i can yeah hear his voice totally like he's stuck in my head as far as the things that he says the like pieces of advice like he said he's just consistent he's a good man and he worked hard to give us a good life and i know when i think i mean of both of my parents they gave everything that they could to us you know um and so I'm grateful for him. So I love you, Dad. Happy birthday. Or happy birthday. <laughs> happy Father's Day. His birthday is coming up too, though, actually.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Dad, you know it. I, I love you. But and, yeah. Uh,
1: what I'll say, uh, I'll say too about my dad is, you know, you don't realize, although my, my relationship with my dad was it was good. And God had brought a lot of redemption in our lives. And when he went to heaven, it was just beautiful that I could have been there and all of that. Um, but one thing that I'll say is, um, when we were at a wedding the other day, and we saw the, um, my sister in law, my sister in law and I were seeing the father daughter dance. And she had, has recently lost her father as well. And so she was like crying. And I was like, man, I was like looking at them dancing. And I was like, if I would have known then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I know now,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I would have made very different decisions. I would have, you know, and so it's not like I'm, I'm not living in regret with the things with my dad, but you know, my dad with me, he tried, he tried to include me in Mm -hmm. his world at times. He invited me to Mexico multiple times. He invited me on the mission field. He used Mm -hmm. to go to the Dominican Republic and do a lot of missions work. And I always said, no, I always had something else going on. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think about those types of things now where Mm -hmm. my dad is in heaven and I think, if I could rewind the time mm-hmm. and just at least take one trip, mm-hmm. I would, and so I would say to those listening that have maybe don't have perfect relationships with your dad mm-hmm. take advantage of what you do have with your dad mm-hmm. because when they're gone, they're gone, and so, um, what I would give to call him on Father's Day, you know, but anyway, I'm getting like super emotional so. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh,
0: great. This is this right here is like what I what I want for this uh, for me and you to talk and feel all the feels. And... Your dad, was, your dad was a great man. Is a great man. I, with all his funny little quirks, I love. I loved the. I loved who he is and who he was, and I think. Um, I think a lot in, you know, obviously I think a lot of movies and a lot of like in that world. And I think of characters and stuff and I love, I love who your, your dad is like, yeah.
1: a Very specific. He was a a very specific character. And so, yeah.
0: And he obviously like, yeah, you had the relationship that you had with him. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for him. And I'm grateful, you know, that the good, the bad, the ugly, you are who you are today because of who he was and who he is and who, you know, the trajectory on your life and the bottom line that he constantly pushed you towards God and instilled these values inside of you. Obviously, he wasn't the only one, you know, we are who we are because of both of our parents. But at the same time, I think, like you said, regardless of the relationship with your dad, what it is today, make it count, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think, you know, that even speaks ministers to me sort of thing, because I think even as you become an adult, you can get so busy and so caught up and it's easy to take your eyes off of off of family and not just, you know, be in your own little world. But I think, yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. He your dad may not be here, but he is still teaching you. Mm-hmm. And he is still showing you yes. things, you know.
1: Lots of things, yeah.
0: And so ooh. It's a good It's a good one. But <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap it up, I think. Um
1: So I sat the kids down and I just tried to pick their brain about <laughs> their dad. <laughs> and so it was cute and so I love I love that we are able to do this and um I love that I was able to sit down with them and and just kind of hear them and their little personalities come through and so here's a conversation with Ella Justice and Malachi hi hi mom (laughs) hey so what is the holiday that we're celebrating Father's Day. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's a big day. It is. Who's your dad? Who's your daddy?
3: (laughs) Jonathan Mendoza.
1: Yeah? You know, out of all of our kids, you're the one who looks the most like Jonathan Mendoza? No. You do. You look like him. So what makes daddy special to you?
3: He's a really great dad. And he's really nice.
1: I know he's really nice. Why is he a great dad?
3: Um, because he likes to play basketball with me. And, um, he gives me, um, food at the Chinese buffet. And he pays for it. And I know you pay for it, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's the funniest thing Daddy does?
3: Uh, I think probably when we're taking pictures and he does
1: funny stuff. Okay. Okay. Um. And if anybody is a father out there listening to this podcast or somebody who wants to be a father, what would you say to them as a kid? What would you say like, would make them a good dad?
3: Being nice to their kids. (laughs) Okay. Good job.
1: Thank you, Justice. Tell Daddy a Happy Father's Day message on here.
3: Okay. Dad, Happy Father's Day tomorrow. You're really special to me. I love you.
1: I love you too, Justice.
4: (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Hi. What's up, peeps? Ella, what important thing are we celebrating? Father's Day! Okay, yes, we are. And <laughs> tell me about your father. Um, I have an amazing 6'4", tall, handsome dad that owns a business. He loves us and he takes care of us. Um, and he spends lots of time with us. Like, we literally, in the car, we were talking. And tomorrow night, because tomorrow's Father's Day, so tomorrow night we're going to go to the drive-in theater to see Jaws, and that's going to be fun. So I'm excited to go spend time with my daddy.
1: So spending time with daddy is an important yeah, thing Yeah, really for you.
4: important for me, because I... Yeah. I just love spending time with him a lot. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: What makes him a good dad?
4: Well. What are some
1: characteristics that he has that you think is special that makes him just an amazing
4: dad? Well, if I told you all of them, we'd be here all night. Aw. But. Just tell me like a couple things that off the top of your head that off you're like thinking. the top like, of thinking. my head. Probably he's really funny, and I like that about him. He has a big personality um he loves us and he takes care of us He takes care of us so mm-hmm. much, and I can tell that he loves us like yeah. I can feel it in my boobs. It, yes, yeah. yeah, that's good
1: um hmm. do you have like a standout favorite memory with Daddy?
4: um stand out
1: like something that you think about and you're like I love that I got to do that with my dad
4: well definitely yeah like totally when I because I started late to ride my bike I didn't know how to until I was like eight he literally went out of his way made it a schedule made it a part of his thing and he taught me how to ride my bike and I was so scared but he helped me and I did it and you did, really it cool. like an yeah, it did it cool. in like an hour yeah I did it in like an hour yeah but he's a great teacher he is shout out to see if i <laughs> I know I know I said it wrong how do you say it how do you say it how do you say it I said it wrong I know C. night. <laughs> I don't know. How do you say it? Oh
1: my gosh, that one got me good.
4: How um, do you say
1: it? No, you said it right. It just isn't the wrong. He doesn't even teach it. <laughs> he used to, though. So when you feel scared or nervous or sad, mm-hmm. how does
4: daddy help you in those situations? He. When I'm mad sometimes, like but I'm having a hard time with my brothers or just having a bad day. He comes up and gives me a big hug and he's like, go ahead. You can cry. Oh, and you like that? Yeah. Are you about to cry? No. (laughs) Okay, Um,
1: okay, cool. And then um, last thing I would say, anyone out there that wants to be a dad or is a dad Mm. from a kid's perspective, What makes a great dad?
4: Well, definitely every dad has to be a little embarrassing, but not all the way. Sometimes, though, they have to just, poof, you know, but also you have to be really sweet and you have to listen to your kids. You have to, like, understand what they want, not just be like, hey, I want to do this with you, so we're going to do this but like think about what they like to do too. So, that's also really cool. I like I had a lot of those moments with my dad and also you should definitely like help them with homework. Help your kids with homework. My parents are really smart. My dad's really good at math. So, help always get your dad to help you with math (laughs) or whatever subject they're good at. Always be kind, and when you're mad at them, always give them, like, a second chance. I feel like that's always a good thing to do.
1: Okay, last thing is pretend like daddy's the only one listening and say a happy Father's Day message to him.
4: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Dad, I love you so much. You mean everything to me. Um, as soon as, as soon as I can remember, I, you've always been there for me, and you've always been. You've always been there for me. You just made me happy, and I'm so happy that you're my daddy. I love you so much. Um, have a good Father's Day.
1: Hi, Malachi. Hi. Welcome to. Intermission with the Mendos.
2: Thanks. And so you noticed I was on here before. You're right. And You're a returning is, guest. The, yeah, this is a fa- the Father's Day one. How do you know? Because tomorrow's Father's Day. <laughs> or the day <laughs> yes. after.
1: Yeah, it is. How do? You, that's what we're going to be talking about. Actually, Father's Day. Yeah. So I want you to tell me about your father. Um, Tell me whatever you want about Daddy.
2: So he likes Avengers and he likes Stowes and Batman, and um. So that makes him pretty well rounded, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And when he was a kid, um. He used to get whooped. His mom used to throw a shoe at his um bum bums.
0: <laughs> All right, real quick clarification this story comes specifically from probably one of the last times my mom tried to uh give us a whooping as a disciplinary action because we were obviously getting uh too big and. I was out running. <laughs> so the this specific situation, there was definitely a chocolate going across the room and um, yeah, I love you, mom. Thank you for um, raising us. Right. <laughs> All right. Back on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep talking. And then, but, and then, but before she did that, my dad put on an extra pair of underwear so he didn't, so it doesn't, doesn't hurt. Oh, oh, that's
1: pretty smart. It's a good story. Okay, now tell me about,
2: that was when he was a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah. So tell me about him as a dad, because he's your dad. So tell me about, like. Why he's
2: a good dad, what you love about him. I love that he's crazy a lot. (laughs) What do you mean crazy? He's crazy. Like what? Like a cuckoo guy. (laughs) (laughs) We can't put on the
1: podcast that daddy's crazy. (laughs) Like a cuckoo guy. Tell me about why daddy, don't touch that. Why Daddy is special? What you love? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lord help us! <laughs> no, no. What you love about him? Seriously, tell me. Okay,
2: I love about him that um that he's a nice dad and and uh, he's sweet and kind. Mm-hmm.
1: What else? What's special about
2: Daddy Jonathan
1: Mendoza?
2: That. Because he's cool uh-huh. and thoughtful.
1: Yeah, he is. Why is daddy and special to you, Mel?
2: Because, because if I didn't have a dad, it wasn't for me.
1: That's true. But what does he do for you that makes him special to you?
2: He um, <laughs> works at Gateway. um. (laughs) no babe
1: he has his own we have our own business we do work for gateway sometimes but we own a business
2: oh my god
1: this is like the third year our business (laughs) has existed
2: I like how um how he how he um be as playful yeah and Throws me up in the air into, mm-hmm. into um like, when you are at the pool, he throws me in at the deep side. When we're in the deep side, he throws me in. You
1: like when, you, when he plays with you? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. For anyone out there listening to this who wants to be a daddy one day or is a daddy, what would you say to them? Like, how? what advice would you give them?
2: Uncle Ben, if you're listening to this, you're amazing. You're amazing dad. He is, huh?
1: Can you just give daddy a happy Father's Day message, like pretending like he was the only one listening to this? Talk to the microphone and tell dad. Like, pretend like daddy's the only one who will hear this.
2: What do you want? Dad, um, um, thanks for everything you did for me. So, so. For me to do the, for you to tell me the right or wrong choices.
1: Thanks, man.
2: You're welcome. Love you. Love you.
1: Okay, bye.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you guys joining us every week. I feel especially blessed because of all the kind words and all the sweet things my beautiful wife and children said. And so a special thank you to you guys. You are my everything. And I love
1: you. You're welcome. You are <laughs> welcome. Handsome. Um, like we talked about last week in last week's episode it is easy to talk about someone you love and you are worthy of being honored and so it was an honor to honor you (laughs) (laughs) if you'd like to connect with us which we would love for you to connect with us please visit our website at themendos.com or slide into the dms at themendos on instagram have a great week